When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, um, if you could cast a movie about My Talk 1071, who would you cast in what role? Like, who would play Donnie Love? Who would play Donna Valentine? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I gave you a little heads up so you could work on this project during the break. Yeah. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk one zero seven one streaming live at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and the reason I thought about this is because I read uh, this article today about Dolly Parton, and she was she did an interview with Elle magazine, mm-hmm. and she told Elle magazine that if there were a movie about her if there were ever a biopic about Dolly Parton she had a couple ideas of who could play her those two people were Scarlett Johansson and Reese Witherspoon oh okay and I thought oh that's, that's kind delightful. of a fun like that's a fun little exercise that celebrities get to do where they get to think of who would play them and then I thought well we could ask the audience who would play them in a biopic but then I thought but we don't know them but who do we know well we all know all of the people on my talk one oh seven one yeah so just as like a fun little thought experiment a little exercise if you were going to cast a movie mm, about my good. talk okay. 1071 mm. who would you cast and in what role and you don't have to cast the entire movie i'm not asking for our callers to feel like they have to have homework just with have one or just two. have one or two who would you cast uh, as your my talk hosts in the movie about my talk 1071 interesting okay i like this okay so like i'll have i will throw one out there oh, okay i've got a couple Clever. ideas because i've had all morning to think about this yeah. And nothing else. Um, if I were to cast a movie about my talk 1071, the first person I would call is Paula Abdul. And I would like for her to play the role. I would offer it on the spot of Julia. Oh, okay. Tell me why you think Paula Abdul. I've all, she has always reminded me a little bit of Julia in oh. mannerism, in stature, in the way she claps her hands. Like everything about her is has like a Julia like quality. Her kind of fast talking, the way she, uh, or like her bubbly personality. There's just something very Julia y about. Do you know Paula who else Abdul? I think would be a great Julia? Oh, is Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, you're right. That too. Because she's got that little that little pixie spirit. And there's the, the voice too. The I one, mean, yeah. Why? <laughs> you could totally see her doing that. Um, I was also thinking of another person, but okay. she's dead. Oh, geez. So that's hard. I think go Joan ahead. Rivers. Let's just go ahead and do Julia that. Julia has a little bit of Joan Rivers in her. Totally. Yeah. Um, okay, so six five one six four one one oh seven one. You're casting a movie about my talk one oh seven one. Who are you putting in the roles of your favorite my talk hosts? 
So for Lori, yeah, Charlize Theron. Oh wow! Or Sharon Stone is another one I've thought of that's, for her. That's who Sonia tweeted. She oh really? Sharon Stone for Lori. Well, I think Sharon Stone has kind of at different points in her life been uh, Lori's hair muse. So I feel like that's. I mean that makes sense. Yeah. Holly, did we get a call? Uh, the person also agreed with Bradley saying Julia should be played by Kristen Chenoweth. I just think that is like spot on. Okay, let's move to uh, like maybe a different show. Like who? Go ahead. No. No, go ahead. No, I don't have anybody. I was oh, okay. curious where you were going. I was just going to say like who might play like a Donna Valentine character? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to play the home game, I was going to say I I have in my mind I have come across people when I watch TV that I'm like that seems like Donna Valentine because Donna Valentine time <laughs> Donna Valentine's she has this wonderful way about her that is very relatable. Um, no, but I think there are some actresses and, and for the love of God I can't pull their names out of my you know adult mind. But um, she's somebody I think would be relatively easy to cast because she kind of just has like a that sort of East Coast. Like a lovability. Yeah. I was thinking Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Don't let your thoughts about her as a person based on just think about her body of work. That's a good one. Don't you think? I think she has a very Jennifer Aniston quality. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just what leaped off the page for me. 651 641 1071. Who would play your My Talk hosts in a movie about My Talk? Okay, ready? I've got my Steve Patterson. Okay. John Hamm. Because he does comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's got that sort of like tall, dark, and handsome. Yes. And he, you know, I feel like he could really do it. Let's go to the phones. Joe is on the line. Hi, Joe. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Okay, so you're casting a movie about My Talk 1071. Give us an idea of who might play what role. No, this is just looks wise. I think Samantha B could play Donna Valentine. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah, that is a good, one. a good one. Wonderful. That's thing. all I could come up with. No, no that's thank you. That's great. all you needed Joe. to do. Thank you so much for playing our silly game. Uh, the game is we're making we're not really making a movie about my talk one oh seven one, but if you no, were to those actors wouldn't actually probably do that. I, that's true. Because we don't have that much money. That, and we've also made fun of most of them. Um Sonia also <laughs> said for you, Emma Stone, Colleen. For me, Ooh. I will take it. Yeah. Remember that time I almost met Daria? Her? She wants Daria the animated character to be Holly. <laughs> I feel like you know who could play well. I would, I could see that, but I was honestly thinking she's a little old for the Beavis. part. But I was gonna say like a Janine Garofalo or Winona Ryder could do a great Holly. I think. Did yeah. you say Beavis? Yeah, from Beavis and Butthead. Yes, Holly will be played by Beavis. <laughs> you know, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If we were to make a movie about my talk, who would play what character? Let's go to Donnie. Who could play Donnie Love in the My Talk oh, I think movie. Donnie's going to be relatively easy because I just feel like you just have to find somebody. I mean, it depends on what movie. If it's a comedy, well, then I want I would like Will Ferrell to play Dom, Donnie just because. That would be great. I mean, I just want somebody to over because Donnie's kind of over the top. But I think if you're thinking of somebody who looks and acts like Donnie, I feel like that wouldn't be that hard. Holly? I do. I'm with you. She's on the phone. Oh. I'm with you though on uh, 
on the Will Ferrell because there is there are some characteristics to Donnie that somebody with like a really good comedy background could make even funnier. Yeah, because he just has mannerisms which are totally a you know. Yeah, I, I thought Jim Neighbors. Oh, oh, that's funny. That's good. That's yeah. an old school. Let's go to Maggie. He's not alive anymore. That's so. true. But you know what? I say Macadamia we're not. Nuts. We're yeah. not bound by that. <laughs> good. Let's go Space to or time. Whatever. I know. What else? Let's go to Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Okay, Hi. we're doing the My Talk 1071 movie. Who are you casting as what My Talk host? Well, it's Jason Matheson because of his laugh. It's I can't. I'm having a brain fart on the name of the movie in the 80s with Molly Ringwald, but John Cryer played Ducky. Yes. Oh yeah. That is I, great. They have the same laugh. I love that, Maggie. John that. Cryer as. Jason Matheson. Thanks, Maggie. Um, that is a good one. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Carol. Hi, Carol. Yes. Uh, okay, you're casting a movie about My Talk 1071. Who is playing what character? Melissa McCarthy is playing Colleen Lindstrom. Oh, oh, I will take it. Thank you very She's a much, very funny Carol. Lady. She is a funny lady. I'll take it. I, I would take a Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Academy Award winning. I know. Or nominated. I'm a cartoon character, you know, though. Speaking no, of, I gave I, I gave some other ones for you. I gave Winona Ryder. I said Ryder. Beavis. Bradley um, said Beavis. I'm more so, of a butthead. Thanks, though. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, butthead. Um, I'm going to start calling you that from now on. Great. Um, I was also thinking about Donna. Speaking of Melissa McCarthy, what about Sandy Bullock? Oh, she'd Donna? be great for Donna. Yes. That's actually yes. really good. Yes, that is really good. Um, okay, so let's do a tough one. Let's do Alexis. Actually, it's not that tough. I'm just trying to think of somebody with like a childlike <laughs> outlook. Um, can we not be bound by age? I said a dead person. Okay, so sure. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> so like, I this is going to sound like an insult, but it's really not. Oh, no. No, like a Judy Tenuta. Like somebody who just sort of has that like wide-eyed. <laughs> I know. Judy Tenuta, wow. What about Drew I think Barrymore? 90% of our yeah, audience doesn't even Alexis. know what a Judy Tenuta is. Well, look it up. She's I love Judy delightful. Tenuta. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like I have fond feelings for Judy, Judy Tenuta you need like I do for Alexis. Just wide-eyed and optimistic to yes. a fault. Yes. Yeah. That's the person to play Alexis. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've been ignoring a publationship. We have? Yeah. We Which didn't one? even know it. I'm going to tell you a publationship is a relationship solely for the purposes of publicity. And there's one that has been right under our nose that we didn't even notice. I'm going to tell you who they are after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. So here's the thing. Um, there has been a publationship right under our nose oh, no. for a very, very long time. And we've never regarded it as such. And it's time that we actually do our due diligence on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer and assess the situation. Uh, and in so doing, we need to assemble the Cobra gang right now. Whenever there's trouble, whenever there's the double, we're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. There is, oh yeah, there it is. Toxic. And now you know that it is a Britney Spears experience. And uh, I believe, and I would like to lay out my case, that she and Sam Asgari are a publationship. Oh, 
We know they are. But we just never have looked at it in this frame. We've never used the term for sure. Yes. But it is. And it's so much more than that. But so I just. Obvious. It's so obvious. And I would like to call them Spazgari. And, uh, I think Spazgari. Spazgari. I like that. Okay. Spazgari. And, um, okay. I want you to hear some, a snippet of this interview. So. It's an interview that was conducted on the red carpet at a WWE anniversary event, okay? But it is the interview as it is being played by, I believe, Entertainment Tonight. It's It's a a real good show. show. Um, So I want you to listen to what Sam Asghari says. I'm going to pause us at some very choice moments so that you can hear what I hear. Here we go. I got my girlfriend, so we're going to be spending a lot of time with uh, with my family and my girlfriend. It's only October, but Sam Asghari is already thinking about the holidays with his love, Britney Spears. E.T. chatted with the actor at WWE's 20th anniversary celebration, where he also reacted to Britney's recent Instagram post about taking time off work to stop and reflect about what she really wants to do. That's a great message, you know, the same goes with me. I always, you know, I take some time away from everything on myself. You know, you got to do that stuff in order to uh, stay on top of your career, stay on top of your life, so you can have more to offer to your family members and the people that you love the most. Um, okay. He just did what I will affectionately call Priyanka Chopra. What he did was he was asked a question about Britney Spears deciding to take some time away. Yeah. And how did he reply? It's what he does too. It's a good idea. Here's what I do when I'm looking at myself and the things that I'm trying to do in my life. Number one, that tells me he doesn't know nothing about her. Number two, it tells me he wants the attention. Yes, absolutely. And in fact, there's another video clip from, I think, E! News. Um, Not E.T. No, yeah. Or E.T.A. But but E! E. Anyway, uh, wherein they ask him, hey, do Britney's kids like watching wrestling? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, you don't know, huh? Hmm. I wonder why Hmm. that is. Because you're not in the house with them! Because this is fake. They're lying. And the first comment on your YouTube video says, I'm highly suspicious of his sudden rise to media celebrity. Like, why TF is he talking to the media since when is he an actor? This is all sketchy, a bleep. Okay, so to that point, I'd like to go on with the video so you can hear some more that will help confirm that this is actually a publationship. And I'm talking about the relationship between Britney Spears and Sam Asghari. A five-year-old is actually focused on work right now. We're working on some TV shows and movies, uh, going on big auditions. uh, So we're going to be doing great things with movie industry. Apparently, he's got something with Jamie Foxx in the works. It was a friendly project that we did. I can't tell you anything yet, but, uh, you know, keep your eye out and hopefully it's something great. Okay. Okay, pause. He is, he's got a product. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Project in the works with Jamie Foxx. What? And it was a friendly project, but he can't tell us more, so keep your eye on it. By the way, Sam Asgari. He's Asgari, doing a lot of big auditions. He is, and he's... And no, not he's doing... We're doing who's who's the other part of the week? Because well, it ain't Britney Spears. Is she you, not at the event with him? Okay, so again, this is allegedly Britney Spears' boyfriend. Now, could they have like a super deep relationship, or maybe it's like a more superficial relationship? Sure, those are all things that were, would be plausible in a normal world. But at the same time, she, he's always at her side, like when she got out of the hospital. Like he is clearly pretending to be there with her in her life. And yet, if you open his Instagram account, you would have a hard time realizing that he is her boyfriend. Right. Everything is focused on SponCon and his career ambitions. Yeah. Not Britney. So he's just, it's so weird that whenever he talks, now I get like you, you, he could say like, look, what we have between us is between us and I don't want to make it a part of my public life, but I love Britney and, you know, or like shame the, the interviewer for asking questions like, mm-hmm. how dare you? This is my private line. No, he's like, let me tell you about what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like always changes the subject. Super suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, too, again, she's not there with him on this red carpet event. Now, you can argue because she's not doing well or whatever and something happened. But then why is he there? Because he's not a thing. The only thing that makes him a thing is that he's Britney Spears' boyfriend. And all this time, we've been hyper-focused on what his function is to take care of her. Mm-hmm. But we haven't been paying attention to how his being with her elevates him. Absolutely. And remember, we've been reading blind items about him from the beginning that right. he was hired to to essentially he's like her bodyguard. Yeah. Let's just be real. He's like he's there to make her look good, to act like she's in a stable relationship and to make sure nobody, you know, talks to her that's not supposed to be talking to her. Right. You want me to believe that again, think about this woman. She can't make any choices for herself, and you want me to believe that she met this dancer guy? What was wasn't it? He like was a dancer on her video. Yeah. yeah, one of her videos. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so it's so obvious. And so who obvious. did he do the interview with on that red carpet? Uh, well, that one that we just played was ET. And then who did he have the exclusive sit down interview with last month? ET mm-hmm. Entertainment Tonight. Is it this a is real all, good show? This is all a real good show. And guess what? We still have an hour and a half of it. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them a name. That name is D-Bag. We're going to tell you about him after this on My Talk 1071. some celebrities behaving badly that we got to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer Hi. and uh we have a name for these celebrities and that name is Dubert. 
Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag uh-huh. of the Day. Can I just say I want to make my D-bag people who comment on Facebook? In general. But I'm not going to do that. Well, no, don't tell, but for sure don't say anything about it. No. Yeah, that'll just be between us. Yeah, it'll just be a total tease okay. about that. Sounds good. What I would like to tell you, though, is that my D-bag is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, She's new. Actually, it's Just really kidding. it's really the cut uh, from New York uh, Magazine, and uh, we don't need to do a whole gooper scoopers. Uh, I can just tell you the story. So Gwyneth Paltrow quote has finally said something relatable. I oh, saw finally. That okay, I saw that headline, and to me, that headline says, "Oh, look, Gwyneth Paltrow. We all know she makes your eyes roll back in your head, right? For the wrong reasons." And um, but here is an occasion where we can actually relate to her. And I love those moments because I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. And as much as I like to poke fun at certain celebrities and their privilege, I also realize they're human beings. And occasionally they they hit one out of the park. They show their humanity and we want to see that. Exactly. And I want to honor that just like to let you know that I'm not just always going to poo poo Gwyneth Paltrow. You're not a heartless human. Exactly. In a new interview with Elle, Gwyneth Paltrow talked about. All of the faux pas she is totally aware of. Oh, uh, when she's you know talking about stuff. Wow, this is big and earth shattering. Now, specifically, the faux pas or what the I don't know what the plural is faux pas faux mm-hmm. pas mm-hmm. that she ha- was guilty of involved how many times she's been in like a Marvel movie. Remember all oh. the times when she's like, "Ah, was I in that movie?" She doesn't remember. She doesn't movie. remember who she's in them with. She doesn't. Yeah, she's very out of touch with her Marvel universe. So here's the relatable thing she said to those Marvel faux pas. <clears throat> Quote, "I never read stuff. But it's confusing." Because there are so many Marvel movies, and to be honest, I haven't seen very many of them. I mean, it's really stupid, and I'm sorry, but I'm a 47-year-old mother. Okay. That was so relatable. Oh, my God, I'm a mother, too, and I am very busy, and I don't have time to keep track all of those Marvel movies. It's totally relatable. That I cashed a check for. Wait a minute! You were in those movies! That's your job! That's like me saying, I don't remember that I wrote uh, articles for Lavender Magazine. I don't remember the years that I worked at the Big Bullseye in downtown. So actually, I didn't work downtown, but anyway, part of that quote I made her my d bag for last Friday when you weren't with us, yeah, because of this. So just layering on top of that, when she says, "Like I haven't watched those movies, I don't know that I'm in those movies. I haven't yeah. watched, I don't watch them." I thought to myself, "Okay, girl, you're paid to be in those. Yeah. Like you." Fake it, girl. Because when you say I didn't, I had, I didn't watch them. Your job is to promote yeah. the movies that you're in. Yeah. So what do you think that says then to all the colleagues of yours that were in the movies with you? Yeah. It wasn't your movie, girl. You had a cameo in it. Yeah. You just made yourself look like a fool, and you just shamed everybody else yeah. that you worked with. So step off, and, step back, and by the way, and basically Elle, told them that their work was not really anything that mattered. Or excuse me, New York Magazine. You dumb. Because that was not relatable. I cannot relate to that because in my job, I don't have the pleasure. If I came on to this radio station and said to you, I don't know. I don't listen to those fools. Yeah. Excuse me. I would be sitting in an office uh, being told under no 
uncertain terms why the words that had fallen out of my mouth were dumb. Can you imagine if I went into our boss's office and I was like, I don't, I don't watch have, that. I don't have time to like learn what's going on with the celebrities. I'm a 42 year old mom. I'm busy. She'd be like, okay, well, you're gonna, about to be less busy. Yeah, guess what? You're, you're also going to be, a, be re- a little bit poorer. You're going to have some free time. Mm-hmm. You're going to be pounding the pavement now because you don't have a job. Yeah. Like, you don't get to... That it's, is actually... That is the height... What she said was the height of privilege. Yeah. It was to say... I'm like, so rich, by the way. I can forget the jobs I get paid yes. for. Wow. Wow. That must be nice. Yeah, no, that was you know, epically just, debaggy. When are we just going to let these people know? I feel like we do all the time. Are they listening? I know. Somebody send this to Gwyneth Paltrow. She needs to hear the truth. You guys, and look, okay, she would call. No, honest, look, I'm going to get studio, there. I'm okay, going to get there. Okay. I know what we're, you're about to say, which is the minute she calls us on the radio, we're going to be like, hi, Gwyneth, what's <laughs> up? It's, it's nice to hear your voice. Let's see how self-aware we are. Yeah. Actually, and we wouldn't do that in good faith. We couldn't. We'd be like, yes, we know. We have roundly criticized you, but we I think we have a point, don't you think? I mean, we have some critiques that we would like okay, to... Okay, you be Gwyneth. Okay. Hi, goop, 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 goop. Well, first of all, um, thanks for coming on our show. I know it's hard because we've we've really poked fun at you Hold for on, years. just one second, okay? <laughs> I can't do what it. Holly, doing? you got to do it. I just had to take out my egg. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was just uncomfortable. Go ahead. Just um, hold on. So I'm how steaming. Do you, how I'm do you, steaming. Okay. So yeah, that's just not going to work. That's not going to work. But I'm fully aware that we would have a hard time. But yes. that doesn't mean we shouldn't speak truth to goop. Exactly. Truth to goop. Well, man. we'll do it right here. And if you want to send, oh gosh, do you remember that time we got called out by that guy that does the goop mail? podcast with her oh that yeah guy. well that was like a reverse troll or like a backwards troll or like a under the radar it was like a troll. happy troll a happy troll you know like the person who's like okay because this I happens see you no this happens and actually i should have made her my d-bag i'm sorry I, what's her face she just married uh justin bieber i'm sorry i don't have time to remember her name because i'm baldwin? a really busy mom Haley baldwin just did this post where she was upset at all so all the people were calling out justin bieber for making fun of taylor swift oh yeah the banana okay thing. the banana thing okay if you don't know what i'm talking about google it i don't have time i'm <laughs> busy. A busy mom 47. No, but um, anyway, so she was trying to call. So people were trolling them about that. And what she was doing was what I call happy trolling, which is instead of like a letting it go or B trolling back, calling it out, acting like I'm so sorry that something I said has upset you so much. I only have love for you. She was like quoting scripture. And I was like, girl, that's not what that's for. Like, I just, it was very. I'm sorry if you can't be evolved enough to take a joke. Right. So that's kind of what happened to us with the goop. So, well, it wasn't even that. Yeah, it wasn't even that shady. It was literally like, I see you. Yeah. Because he liked. Mm -hmm. What did he like? Some pictures. Of your Instagram. What did you even post? 
It was something we said. Okay, so here. I'll, br- I'll sorry, fill in bring the us back. Here comes I'm sorry, the show I'm a busy mom. I don't got time <laughs> I'm a busy to remember mom my too. job. Okay, guys. It's not like I listen I, to this crap. The show, the show historian has arrived. My name is Colleen, and I usually keep the history. I keep the history books for the Colleen and Bradley show. We had talked about how dumb that dumb podcast was going to be. So it was we Goop it. for so Men. Right. It was Goop for Men, and it was... This Dr. Will something or another. Yep, he was he's a functional medicine, medicine. practitioner. Which, Which is, like is a, a real thing. thing. Yeah. It is a thing. And we but we were just talking about how if this was going to be anything like Gwyneth Paltrow, we were just not we didn't have time for it. Yeah. Sometimes when we post our podcasts, we post some things that are very easily Googleable. Um, by somebody who might be Googling the themselves yeah. in the description. So he was Googling himself. And he found us. He listened to the podcast. He he put like a comment on one of your pictures about very funny stuff. You guys look like you have a fun time or something oh, like, like that. Oh, like it was a Cheat Day Friday maybe or something. something. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I see you. And yeah. we were like, wait a minute. Why does that guy's name look familiar? And he liked some of your pictures. And yeah, he liked some of my pictures. Didn't follow us. Didn't follow no, us. But he like dropped into our universe and was like, I yeah. see you. And that's what he did. Which is totally. But again, I like to just point out, you only found us because you were Googling yourself. Yeah. Or somebody told you these people are talking about you and you took the bait. More, I'm more apt to believe yeah. that they were Googling Well, you know who else did that? Who... That has happened to us on multiple occasions, which is why we make sure the notes are complete. Yeah. <laughs> Who I'm trying to remember. It Lindsay was Lohan's, Lindsay Lohan's quote oh, that's right. manager from Cincinnati. Yeah, from Cincinnati. Her, I'm sorry, no, her friend. Don't from put Cincinnati. his name in the notes today. I don't need that problem in my life. You sure? Because I, mean, I was gonna, I was just gonna put all this right there and please see. Do. But here's Why the not? thing: Why don't we put it all in? But then if they listen through, we know that they already know that we're baiting them. But yeah. maybe they take the bait anyways, mm-hmm. and that means that if they take the bait, that means that they are googling their own names. They are, and they are checking it out, and they are taken a litmus test on how people feel about them. I mean, listen, who among us has not Googled our own names in the past? At least once. Oh, never. Lies. You're a lying liar that tells lies. I know you don't have time to tell the truth because you're a busy mom, but (laughs) but honestly, like everybody's Googled themselves. You don't usually follow through on your own personal Googling. That's like a next level ego yeah. situation. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, my debate is Kim Kardashian. I don't have time to tell you why, but just hold that in your heart for the rest of the day. Kim Kardashian, still a D-bag. Oh, good. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley Trainer was at a concert last night. It was by a little known artist. Her name is Lizzo. Lizzo! There were four or five people the there. Juice. It was a nice, intimate evening, and Bradley's going to tell us all about yeah, his intimate we just hung e- out. It was fine. evening with Lizzo <laughs> after this on My Talk 1071. I mean, I hate to interrupt Lizzo, uh, but we have to to talk about Lizzo. Right? By the way, if you're listening, Lizzo, hi. Thanks for coming to our fair city. And I know a lot of people are going to your concert again tomorrow night, but Bradley Trainer was there last night, and he's going to tell us about it on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Okay. Tell us everything because I am not going. Okay, so, uh, yeah, because you're not getting tickets. I'm sorry. Nobody got tickets to the show. I know. And somehow I was able to get tickets. It's a special power. Actually, no. I tried to see her because she was last in uh, the Twin Cities. She was over in St. Paul in May. 
And that show sold out in a heartbeat, and that was a small venue. Mm-hmm. Well, the Armory is where she had last night's show, and she's going to be back on Friday. And that place was packed, sold out, top to the bottom. I don't know if you've been to the Armory. I know you, Colleen, yep. have been there many times. Yep. For those of you who haven't, it's a huge space. It's gigantic. And um, she, I mean, let's be honest, it's only a matter of time before this girl's going to be in... Um, Arenas. Excuse me, this woman is going to be selling out arenas. Yeah. Um, if she hasn't already, uh, at least not in the Twin Cities yet, but she could have probably last night. Uh, yeah, she could have because she's doing two nights uh, and there's people like myself who would who still go. Would still fully go. And I just want to say here's the thing that I love I am not a big fan of concerts on a weeknight because I'm old. We realize this for so many reasons in the midst of this conversation, and we'll get to all of them. Go on. Okay. Um, but I was very excited to see Lizzo because she's, you know, in addition to she's ours, you know, she comes from the Twin Cities in a way. Um, at least we feel we do that thing that the Twin Cities does. We feel ownership over somebody yeah. that's gone on to do great things in the world. And, and she not- still loves Minnesota. And that's, I think, part of it is that she wasn't born and raised here. Yeah. But she recognizes Minnesota as part of her home and yeah. where she got her start. It's part of her creative journey, exactly. right? Exactly. And, and so whenever, we honor that. Yeah, I was going to say, whenever people acknowledge that, we honor that. But it's also what she's doing, which is so much more valuable and worthy of respect and joy and experience. And I could just use all the words. Yeah. So instead of sounding like an idiot, I'll just use um, a few other words. So last night, um, she did all the songs, of course, that we expect her to do. Right. Um, so there was nothing like earth shattering about it, but there was a level of positive energy in that room. And I know this sounds wooey wooey. I don't care, but that is so hard to find these days. Like to get like, sure. You go to concerts. We go to concerts at the Excel. We go to concerts Mm -hmm. at the target center. We've been to concerts everywhere. People are in a good mood. This was different. Mm -hmm. Like there was a palpable, and I'm curious to see if Lori and Julia said, say something similar. There was a palpable joy in the room. Yeah. And just like you can tell, again, I hope I'm not getting too ooey-wooey, that there is a pent-up happiness in people that's just waiting to come out. And I think that when you, we're so used to not having that, we're so used to walking through tension right now in our world, Mm -hmm. that when you're in a place where that joy is palpable, and that, I mean, again, ooey wooey, but Lizzo holds space for that. She she gives you permission to yes. to let that out, and she leads it. Yeah, I mean, she is there, kind of being like the conduit for that joy. And when you've got a whole entire room full of people who are, as you said, like have frustrated joy waiting to come out, it is palpable because we're so used to walking through tension. Yeah, and she, you know, she just and she's Lizzo, so she's just going to tell you how she feels, and she's going to tell you. Don't stop making excuses for everything. Just go be the fabulous person that you are. Yeah. And unlike some people, because you'll see some performers come out and they're like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you as an audience and you make me so happy and we got to do good things in That's the world. That's the Taylor Swift moment. Yeah, right? It sounds like it's totally canned and whatever. And I don't know what's really going on in Lizzo's heart. I don't care. The audience buys it. I bought it. I am a 44-year-old man that's, you know, most days somewhat bitter. Uh, yes. Sh- shut it. <laughs> uh, but I also I also have a place for joy in my heart. And last night, a bunch of us were able to, I was able to put up with a bunch of yahoos that most days I'd be like, get out of my face. Yeah. Because 
people have not learned how to behave in a room. Uh, people have not learned how to hold their liquor. And I don't mean in their yes, hand. Exactly. So all those things were on mm-hmm. display, but it kind of was like, I don't care. I was, I felt really relaxed yesterday and just like enjoyed the moment, which again is not something I do all that often. So for me, it was a really special treat. And I'm sure, you know, Lori and Julia will say the same thing um, because the energy in that room, like they, the audience was giving it back to her. Like, yeah. I almost feel like, like she didn't even have to put much out there because the audience just, picked her up and you know made the difference i think that part of what lizzo does again i we're gonna just sound ooey wooey but i've I'm just watching her career trajectory and how she felt fo- where she focuses her energy and and who she is just to the fans and to the world mm-hmm. she gives everybody permission to just come as you are and be welcome she's like that's a, i mean i don't remember the exact words and you sh- you should probably go online because i'm sure there's a star tribune review today or from something from the city pages where they are far more eloquent than i uh, could ever be about the words that she used but she really did talk to the audience at length about the things that you kind of know and expect from lizzo just about being positive and being enough and being who you are and that's better than what you think it is. Yeah. And just like all of those permissions, it's not, they weren't just, it didn't feel like greeting cards. They felt like this is a woman who has gotten to where she is because she believes the things that are coming out of her mouth. Because if you look at her career trajectory and her as a person in the society in which we live, you would not expect that she is where she is. Yeah. And because she is, that is a very powerful thing to her. And in turn, she gives the audience the permission to find their own power. She is so amazingly talented. I do have a question, Bradley, when she performed on the, I'm dead serious. Was it the billboard music awards? Yeah. She had that big inflatable booty yeah. that was made in the Twin Cities. There was Cities. no booty last night. She didn't reuse the booty. No, but I will tell you, the booties on the dancers, like the dancers that she oh, has on yeah. stage were just... And she pays attention. Choice. Like, here's the thing that I love about her. And I know this. I saw her open up for a band called Heim at the Palace Theater. It's been a year ago or more. Um, and she it was just her and two dancers. That's it. And her two dancers danced their faces off. Yeah. And I'm just going to say this because it's all about who she is. And she gives people permission to come as they are and be who they are. She doesn't go for a look. She doesn't go for a skinny dancer. She goes for talented dancers who are going to like go all in on the choreography. And they did. And they were not all cookie cutter size no, twos. these women were, you know, these women were women. They yes. They were women. Yes. And, and they were getting and it. And they were getting it. It was not like, this is the thing that... Uh, I just don't want to go there, so I won't. But No, I want you to go there. So, because there's this thing where people are like, oh, they don't look a certain way. That means that, like, you know, oh, they're trying to make a point about something. That's your conversation. Uh That is not the conversation that's happening on stage. You're not being fed anything. You're not being preached to. You are not being... um, brainwashed or like told a story yeah this is just a thing and we are so conditioned to see things and in this particular case a musical performance in a very specific way because that's how we've been conditioned for years that when you see something so genuine on stage that does not look like what you're used to it looking like um it's it's incredibly powerful you don't need to be telling people how to think or what to believe you're just like 
you tell me what you think and what you believe. And here I am with what I'm bringing to the stage. And it makes everybody feel like, you know, that is a powerful thing. Again, I feel like I'm just speaking in hyperbole, but it really is a very powerful thing. And you could feel it. That that to me was the takeaway last night was there was a palpable feeling of joy in a giant room of people that were total strangers for the most part, probably less than they realized. But um, in this day and age, look around you. Google it. Yeah. We don't have a lot of examples of that. So for that, I was incredibly grateful. Thank you, Lizzo. Please come back. And I know you're going to be here on Friday and I'm not going to see you, but I wish you all the best. And I kind of have a feeling if you guys are going on Friday, you're going to get the better show. And I hate to say that. Uh, I I guarantee you, you're going to get a good show regardless. Yeah. Because that woman does not put on a bad show. That's for sure. We love you, Lizzo. Feel free to call us. Please do. I know you're listening. No big deal. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's the hot Halloween candy this year? (laughs) I think it's pencils. No, it's actually not pencils. We'll find out. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.